Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Harvey Norman, celebrating 18 years in Ireland with their 18th birthday sale. Big birthday savings across their massive range of appliances, technology, furniture and bedding. The very big story of the morning is that the Cabinet are meeting about now and they have heard what NEFIT, the Public Health Emergency Team, has had to say and it seems, from what we can hear, NEFIT are reluctant in their advice to allow any further reopening this Friday. Of course, on the 22nd of October, it was being dubbed by some, not by the government, but by some as Freedom Day with restrictions including the requirement for social distancing and limits on indoor venues due to be lifted then but serious doubt cast on this significant pullback on restrictions due to the recent surge in COVID-19 cases and worrying hospital figures not least unfortunately at University Hospital Limerick uh, who have been battling all sorts of issues including an outbreak of COVID-19 in the hospital, pressure on the ICU. We know very well about pressure on the emergency department there as well. And uh, these listeners in Limerick have been giving their thoughts on what they believe should happen this Friday. I think they should open up on Friday, yeah. I think 90% of people are vaccinated and I really don't see like what else we're supposed to do. We have total vaccination. It seems to be 90% of people are vaccinated and Yet it's still going around, you know, so I, I, I don't know. People who have had COVID before don't need a vaccination. So out of that 10%, we don't know how many have had it before. So it could be as low as 5% even, like, so we don't know. I suppose today was in the news that, you know, there's only 12 uh, intensive care beds available yes. because of COVID. So, you know, obviously it's down to hospitalizations and the pressure on health systems. So what do you think? I mean... I suppose that would be the counter-argument there. Well, like, they've had two years to do something with the intensive care units and, like, they haven't done anything, like... And now they tell us there's, like, nine beds left and... I mean, what's people to do? Like, you just can't put the lockdown on people again, like... Or anything like that. It's the fault of the HSE, I think, for just having nine beds left. That's just ridiculous, like, and uh, it's October, nine beds. If the government turn around uh, tomorrow and say we're not using restrictions or we might even be going backwards, do you think there'll be a lot of backlash from people? I think there will be a backlash this time I think if the government come out with this uh, I, I think people want the whole place opened up, you know. Yeah, I think they should um, definitely lift the restrictions I mean, it's ridiculous at this stage most people are fully vaccinated now and like, it's not, it's not they are in businesses like they're not going to last These businesses cannot afford to be locked down for any longer, it's ridiculous I suppose what they're concerned about is the hospital figures at the moment I mean, today there's only 12 um, ICU beds available, so I suppose they have to take that into consideration as well. I know they should, um, well it should matter, but people that are fully vaccinated should have the right to do what they like at this stage. I would be in total agreement at the, at the moment, when they're going over 2,000 uh, on daily figures. What do you think they need to wait on, or what would be the factory that would determine that it's OK now Just to lift keep it as it is for until at least up to Christmas, two weeks before Christmas, maybe give people a chance to do a bit of shopping. 
but uh, try and steady it uh, from 2,000 down to 1,000 again. It's the same in nearly most countries. I actually think that uh, locking people out is a total discrimination against people, and discrimination is discrimination, you know, no matter what way you look at it. You can't judge anybody or you can't ask anybody what their, their, their own medical uh, uh, situation is, because everyone has different reasons why they can't get the job or, or do get the job. But it's a really slippery road we're going at the moment that we are discriminating against people, and this, is, this isn't this is the Ireland I grew up in, you know. It's very, 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 very sad, and I hope that the government realise this, because people that's double jab they're actually uh, I've heard there's a lot more than people that are sick than the people that's unvaccinated so they can't keep because even the unvaccinated are not, not, not even left into pubs or restaurants at the moment but even still the numbers are still high very interesting random selection of views there as told to Live 95's Maxine Bramley and the papers are full of this this morning of course as you would expect Adam Higgins writes on politics for the Irish Sun newspaper he's on the line good morning Adam Good morning, Joe. Another big day of decisions ahead for the government. Yeah, it really is. And one of the things that interests me just from a politics point of view is they normally have a, a cabinet subcommittee, don't they? That um, Neffet briefs, then the cabinet subcommittee meets small group, including the three party leaders. And then they come to the full cabinet the next day and they present the view and in essence almost tell the cabinet the direction we're going in. They're not doing that this time. They didn't have a subcommittee. Uh, it's the whole cabinet sitting around the table being presented with this and being told, right guys, what do you want to do? There's a bit of nuance to how they've approached it this time. You're correct to say that there was no cabinet subcommittee on COVID-19 last night. Nessa did meet yesterday. They sent their advice to the Health Minister, Stephen Donnelly, and he presented that then to the three leaders, so that's Leo Varadkar, Eamon Ryan and Michal Martin. They had a meeting late into the, the night last night, the three leaders, and they will then present that alongside Minister Donnelly to the Cabinet today, who will make a full decision. Now, the Cabinet meeting uh, is just about to get underway, and some some breaking news, I suppose, that we can bring your listeners is that on his way into that cabinet meeting, we're told Eamon Ryan told reporters outside that the vaccine pass is likely to stay in place in hospitality settings until January. Minister Donnelly also told uh, reporters outside um, the cabinet, outside government buildings today, that uh, nightclubs were essentially given the green light by Neffet, so they're likely to reopen now on Friday with strict new um restrictions in place so the, what that what those restrictions are going to be is uh, is yet to be announced but it's likely to be something like the vaccine pass staying in place and one more thing that minister donnelly told reporters this morning is that a change that will happen now in the next couple of weeks is that fully vaccinated people who are considered a close contact will now be sent for a rapid antigen test as opposed to a pcr test so that they have their results back quicker who are considered a close contact Yes, so if you're fully vaccinated, you're a close contact of a confirmed case of COVID-19. Instead of what was the old process before of going for a PCR test, waiting your, what could be anywhere between 24 and 48 hours for your results, instead you'll get a rapid antigen test. So these will be done but, but I get assume that's much the, quicker. I assume that's on the basis you're symptomatic, because currently if you're a fully vaccinated close contact, you're not told to restrict your movements or necessarily go for a COVID test as a close contact. Well, it, it seems apply that across the board. It seems Minister Donnelly is signalling today that this might be changing, and instead they're going to use these rapid antigen tests to uh, to try and right. catch so more cases. So, if you're deemed a close contact, 
even if you're fully vaccinated and even if you have no symptoms, the Minister of Health is saying you will go for a rapid antigen test rather than a PCR. Yes, and it's important to flag that this was something that he, he kind of flagged up on his way in with a quick comment outside government buildings. So it's yet to be signed off by Cabinet. I'm sure we'll get a lot more details on the nuts and bolts of that antigen test use later on today. Right. And the public health emergency team, you know, they talked uh, overnight about nuance and lots of leaks and all of that stuff. But it seems that their bottom line to the government was their advice is not to do anything more on Friday. Leave us where we are. Not necessarily. There was some, what I'm told uh, is that there was some wriggle room in that method advice that they could go ahead with some of the reopening that we, we are likely to see later on this week. For example, nightclubs, but with new measures in place to try and protect us. So the likes of the, uh, the vaccine pass, possibly um, capacity limits and um, maybe antigen testing as well. We know that the nightclub industry themselves have been pushing the government to let them reopen with antigen tests. They had that pilot event a couple of weeks ago with uh, Arts Minister Catherine Martin and, and the industry themselves want antigen testing used because they don't want to be a scapegoat if cases start to rise, they don't want people to say, well, look, we, we opened up the nightclub industry, maybe we should close them down again. They want to stay open and they want okay. antigen testing, which is something the so, government so, is happy to So that work would with mean that if you intend to go out on a Friday night to a nightclub, you will have to produce your vaccine pass and you will have to produce a negative result of an antigen test taken within, what, a period of hours before? So what was done for the, the test event was at lunchtime, people who were planning to go to the nightclub event that night went around at lunchtime, got their their antigen test. They had the results texted to them later on in the day, possibly an hour or two later, and then they showed up with their negative antigen test, with their vaccine pass and were allowed in. And that, that allowed them to go in with no masks and no social distancing and that sort of thing in place. You could You could get a drink and all that sort of stuff. But at that event, there was still a capacity limit of 60%. And I know from speaking to other club owners and venue owners that the capacity limit themselves is a, is a big barrier to people making money and, and this, the industry being viable as they go forward. So how the government are going to negotiate this now with the nightclub industry, what restrictions and measures they're going to put in place, this is all yet to be decided right. by the cabinet. And, and I mean, is there any sense about what they're going to do generally about physical distancing the two metres and, and that sort of thing that's in place in many settings right now? We know that that was due to be scrapped. We know that uh, the, the likes of the limits on hospitality of six, ta- six per table and the social distancing situation in hospitality was due to be scrapped. That was all before this rise in cases that we've seen. I, have, I don't know specifically what Neffet have advised around social distancing, but I'm sure we'll find out in and around lunchtime when the Taoiseach uh, takes the Because that's, that's a key, isn't it, Adam? You know, because that, that has a huge impact. A bit like the limits that are currently there on weddings and other events and, you know, the 50% capacity at religious services. Yes, it is. It, and we there was some indication that the, the religious service capacity and the likes of the capacity limits on weddings was set to be increased again, if not scrapped altogether so that they could have as many people as you want at your wedding. But again, that all comes with the caveat that the ministers are set to sit down. As we speak now, they're probably negotiating this now and and measures then will be announced later on today. Any sense at all of what might be coming on return to office? You know, that we know Dr. Ronan Glynn in a, a tweeted video last Friday 
urged people to work from home across the autumn and winter. The government's position from the 20th of September was a phased return to office. This is a very interesting one. It's one to watch today. We know that, yes, Ronan Glynn asked people that they, if they could work from home, then they should throughout winter. The government had said very quickly after that there was no change in their position, that the phased return to offices was still uh, being rolled out and that this is something that they wanted to extend. We know that that is causing a lot of problems for businesses, particularly in cities like Limerick, Cork and Dublin, where other businesses around larger companies kind of live off the business that they get, say, for example, cafes, restaurants, places like that 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 are near big office areas. What I understand is that it's still going to be the office, that the work from home situation will not be mandatory. It, this move towards something that we spoke about on the show before, which was a personal responsibility model to... Um, reacting to the pandemic so the likes of if you can work from home you should if you're in any way feeling any symptoms you should work from home as opposed to going into the office things like that are going to be the messaging now for the next couple of weeks but this wholesale rule for no you must work at home is not going to continue okay interesting and maybe rapid antigen testing in or for workplaces could be something too that the government will propose today well, we know the Taoiseach yesterday said that he was a big supporter of the use of rapid antigen testing and the border use. And we know at a government level, Minister Donnelly has been pushing other departments to... He, in Last summer, in the summer, he put together this team of scientists to, to advise departments on where in their sector that these tests could be used. And he's been pushing departments and ministers to go to the team and ask them, look, where can we use them? What can we use them in our sector? Whether it's, you know, we know they're being used successfully in the meat plants. They were, Minister Harris has said they've been used successfully at a pilot phase in colleges. So I think antigen tests are something you're going to hear a lot about now today and tomorrow and likely over the winter. OK, so look, this is a huge call for this government. There's no question about it. In ways, maybe the biggest call of the lot because their difficulty here is they have said repeatedly there's no going back. So if they ease further this Friday they'll have to stick with that mantra. We will not go back. We will not impose any further restrictions. But there is a more than slim chance that we are going to see trouble ahead this winter. And you're right to point that out. And I think in the back of all of the ministers' minds today as they sit around that cabinet meeting will be last Christmas and what happened last Christmas when they eased for the, those brief couple of weeks before having to rapidly shut down again and, and put us into probably the, the longest and strictest lockdown that we had. And I, I know that will be in the back of all those government ministers' minds today when they're making the decisions, which is why I think you're going to see... We, we I know you mentioned at the, the top of the, the item that this wasn't going to be a, a freedom day and that some people had, had measured that, but the government hadn't mentioned that it's going to be a freedom day. And I think this whole situation is very much pouring cold water on that idea of a freedom day. And, and this is restrictions are going to continue in a phased basis over the winter with the likes of these vaccine passes and things like that. Yeah. And finally, this talk of strict enforcement of vaccine certs and having them displayed and all of that. There was even a talk at one stage of a scanning system going into places like you know restaurants or, or whatever. But the reality is, I mean, if you talk to anyone, the contact we get on this show, that there are an awful lot of premises that are not asking for COVID certs as things stand right now. So the government is talking about opening up further 
and saying, oh, we will enforce the old... Oh, yeah, oh, enforcement, absolutely. Well, where's this enforcement going to come from? Yeah, you're right about the, to, to highlight this one. The way it's supposed to work, just for your listeners, is that you're supposed to go up with your vaccine pass and uh, give it to the person at the front door of a restaurant or a pub and they are supposed to scan it and take your name and take your number so that the record is all there. In in practice, I know from my, myself from going to a pub or to a restaurant that a lot of places just simply glance at your, your yeah. code on the if way that, in. They Adam, don't scan if it. that. Even if, if that. that, yeah, you're right. Now, the government says that they want to clamp down on this kind of misuse, I suppose. And what, is the Minister for Health going to go around himself, around Dublin, not in, on doing this enforcement? Because I, it, I've seen no evidence of it so far. Interestingly, it's the HSA and the HSE who have environmental officers who are supposed to be following this up. Now, I can't imagine they're going to beef up the HSA or beef up the HSE for a matter of months before this is gone in January. So I think what we're hearing from ministers today is likely hot air about this. Yeah, and, and your point about January is well made as well. I mean, vaccine starts only until January. What's January? Uh, it's after Christmas and it's the heart of the winter. So the possibility mm. of it genuinely being lifted in January is surely also remote. Anyway, we'll see, Adam, very interesting stuff this morning. Thanks so much for that new information as well. And uh, let us see, as you say, I think the Taoiseach is due probably to make his statements. They're saying around midday, although I suspect this meeting might drag a little bit longer than that somehow. It's a, it's a toughie. All right, thank you very much, um, Adam Higgins, uh, writing on politics, of course, as always, with the Irish Sun newspaper. Call Limerick Today now on 461995.